A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Monday, sort of, my friends, and welcome, of course, to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily Podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. Of course, I can't wait for this podcast. So many wonderful lines to come up with. Where should we begin? Oh, yeah. We begin with Jurgen Klopp's Liverpool. Just about getting past Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's Manchester United. No, 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 Old Trafford in the Premier League. What was the score? I just told you. No, you just mumbled it. Doesn't matter. Just play how we reacted on TalkSport. I don't know. What was the score? It doesn't matter. Press play. Press play, Tom. Tom, press play. Okay, 5 0, press play. Back to the drawing board for Manchester United after this performance. I don't know where they go, what direction they take, but the United supporters will not take this every single week. Manchester United nil, Liverpool 5. We weren't good enough. We uh, lost to a better team. We um, conceded two early goals. They took the first two chances, which happened again. And then it was an uphill task. And the boys had a goal. They they went for it and we opened up. And then we conceded too many goals. If Oli loves this club as much as he says he does, resign. Do you think that's the only way forward? If the board aren't going to make the decision, make it for them against your biggest rivals at home. We're all low. I can't say now that uh, I've felt any worse than this. This is the worst I've been, the lowest I've, I've been. But as I've said, I accept the responsibility that is mine today and it's mine going forward. I've come too far to give up. I'm not built any other way that... Uh, I want to make sure that I do my best, and that's uh, all I can do. I just think it's come to the end now. Um, they said he had two weeks to save his, his managerial post at Manchester United. Maybe that 45 minutes at Atalanta in, in midweek saved him. But after this today, I have to say, you know, you can have all the ability in the world, and you might be losing 4-5 or 6-7-0, whatever it might be, but the players stopped today. There are ways to lose football matches. This, to me, is a group of players who've given up on their manager. And after a lot of people came on here and said, look, they're clearly playing for Ollie on Wednesday night. They weren't playing for Ollie. They were playing for the badge. They were playing for the fans who were fantastic. Today, to a man, they've down tools. There's not one United player, maybe De Gea, who's made a couple of good saves, who comes out of this game of any credit. Wow, my goodness. I cannot believe what I'm witnessing here. It's Manchester United nil, Liverpool 2. 
two Manchester United defenders, one of them being Harry Maguire. They just get a complete mix-up. They get it completely wrong. Harry Maguire, we saw him interviewed on television. He said, I'm only here because I have to be. You're the captain. You're at fault for at least two goals. It's your job to come out. And when you do television interviews, and I don't know if you guys feel this as well, you're not speaking to the reporter or to the camera operative or, or to the television company. You're speaking to the fans, mm, yeah. the people who buy, buy tickets, the people who buy merchandise, the people who buy replica shirts, the people who by definition pay your wages. So don't come out, Harry Maguire, and say you're only here because you have to be. Take some responsibility, because I tell you what, he didn't take any responsibility on the pitch this afternoon. It was a really bad performance. Everybody applauded the Ronaldo signing. And yes, on big occasions, he scores goals in the Champions League. But you should have seen him today. He was walking around for the last 20, 25 minutes. I, I don't know where to go with Manchester United. They, they've got Sancho on the bench. And it, they bring on Diego Delort. I mean, what's Sancho thinking? And this was the take of the Manchester United fans. I'm absolutely fuming, Pat. Fuming. Never seen it as bad in my life. Never seen anything as bad in my life. He needs to go. I'd sack him now before he even got back in the room. Yeah, disgraceful. Disgraceful. Spineless. You've seen it with Chelsea. Uh, Frank Lampard's a hero at Chelsea. But the board, they, they did what's best for the club. It's a cutthroat business. And I know Chelsea get a lot of criticism for the way they operate. But it's a results-based industry. Have you walked out of a game before? No, no this is the first ever time ever. First, first time ever. They're not even tried. The players are not even tried. I think the manager's lost the plot. And he's lost the players. It's Manchester United nil, Liverpool four, and that's that man again. Mo Salah, it is so easy. Mohamed Salah, best player in the world for me right now. Agreed. The first visiting player to score a hat-trick at Old Trafford for 18 years. Do you know who the last was? Ronaldo. Correct. For Real Madrid. The game in my imagination didn't look exactly like that. The high-press situations were close to my the things I had in my mind. The, the, the goals and the finishes were better than I could have imagined. So, um, you know, it's one of these. So we had the momentum, obviously, and uh, and used it. United never could get it back for today. That says nothing about quality or whatever. It just says momentum. Use it. When you have it, treat it like a little flower and keep it as long as you can because it, if it's away, it's hard work to get it back. So and tonight we obviously used it in a brilliant way and that's why we won. Ah, finally. On to other matches now in the Premier League. Start with David Moyes' West Ham. Beating Nuno Espirito Santo's Spurs side. Why don't they just say Tottenham? Mikel Antonio, who else with the goal? It's finished West Ham 1, Tottenham Hotspur now. And West Ham's joyous season goes on. I thought there was a lot of good things about the team today. Some slightly different than maybe. We've we played recently. We've we played some really good football today. We we didn't quite get our rhythm going, but I have to you know praise Tottenham for that. But when we had to do the other side of the game today, like you know make sure we were solid and hard to beat, and that's not to say that we didn't make chances ourselves because we did. We we'd, we'd several opportunities maybe to get a goal. We have to improve our our desire. We should have more character, more willing to to get to get uh, the goals. But the boys are trying, trying. We need to be more accurate, finish better the actions. Daka was sensational. One on one with the goalkeeper. He took his time. He played it to James Madison, who slotted into an empty net. Brentford one, Leicester two. He's in the team to score and create goals. 
That's his job. He's not in to do anything else. Yet he has to press, he has to work. Attacking players, your job is to score goals and create goals. And if you don't, you don't play. Simple as that. But for him, he's getting back to his level. He's worked so hard in the period that we've taken him out of the team. And that was purely just to break the cycle work that he was in. Being able to analyse his game and sit and reflect and reconnect to his game. And when he's at his best. And then it's a huge credit to him. Because he's gone away, analysed himself, been honest enough in his own analysis of how he's been playing. And then gone away and worked so hard. And yeah, you're starting to see the fruits of that. That's why it's so difficult in sport and football. Because now you can also feel that I'm irritated. My body is burning, uh, the same with the players, but it's about getting that out of the system, be rational, evaluate, reflect over the game, good performance, can we do that again and put that determination in again, we'll be absolutely fine. Now, if you're the new owners of Newcastle United and you've got a bottomless pit of money, maybe you should go out and spend lots of cash on players. No, apparently not, according to Big Tony Cascarino. Cass said they need to get loads of short-term loan signings instead. Not quite sure why. Let's have a listen and find out. To think that Joe Willick was going to come after a £25 million move and do what he, to replicate what he'd done when he was on loan was just laughable. I, I remember having this conversation with Inat before he signed, saying, well, he's not going to get the same numbers in a whole season that he got in a very short loan period. He's not. Um, he was on a purple patch. And by the way, some of them games, he came on as a sub. He wasn't just starting every game. They need goals from more areas. I, I think there's a lot of work to be done on the Newcastle team. It's about keeping them, at the moment, outside the bottom three. And I think with investment and with loan deals that are possible in world football and use their muscle in the financial game, as in go and get a few loans that bring in players that will add way more to your football club. On now to Norwich, who was smashed 7-0 on game day by Chelsea. We'll hear from Tony Cascarino, but first, this is Alex Crook on Darren Bent's boot room, explaining why his recent criticism of the Canaries is justified. When you accuse a, a football club of, of cheating the system and, and lacking sporting integrity, I understand why that rubbed a, a lot of Norwich supporters, a lot of ex-players, some celebrity fans up the wrong way. And I, I take on board the fact they did spend money this this transfer window this summer, I think they were the, the you know in the top ten mm. in, in terms of net spend. But then you have to question the recruitment and say either they've spent the money badly because they've signed players who, who for me are not equipped to to do the job in the Premier League, or as I hinted at the time, they're signing players with an eye towards coming up from the Championship again. And I do think this is a problem when it comes to parachute payments. It's just making the gap between the bottom three teams in the Premier League and the rest of the championship even wider. He's overrun it, Mount for the hat-trick, it's seven. Mount slides it in, eight yards from goal. Chelsea have seven. Norwich were awful. Um, their nicknames uh, uh, is the Canaries. And I just wanted to read this to you, Nat. Okay. Most canaries, uh, as in the birds, are somewhat timid and shy little birds. Oh. Unlike larger species, they don't usually do well when being handled. That oh, describes Norwich gosh. yesterday. Hudson Adoy, a low ball through the penalty area. Oh, it's missed by Crawl and it's snuck in. It's a terrible goal to concede on a terrible afternoon for Norwich City. Now, October is Black History Month in the UK. Across TalkSport, we'll be hearing from notable black figures who have helped to shape British sport. 
space to go into. Oh, he scored! It's a splendid show of initiative from Sol Campbell. Stratford Plasto, that's um, you know where I kind of grew up. Playing football on the streets. I'm a street footballer. Nine brothers, two sisters. That's why I probably ended up spending most of my time outside perfecting my football skills or with the freedom to play football. I rose through the ranks, became captain at Tottenham. I did win a cup as captain, the first black captain to lift the cup at Wembley. You know, that's a major thing. I think that's uh, a great honour. History has been made. One of the greatest achievements since English football began. Arsenal have gone through an entire league campaign without losing. Obviously, you know, time went on. The move across London to Arsenal was a tremendous kind of move. And, you know, London, it was interesting. It was quite hot in London when that move happened. But um, when I look back and I see the amount of stuff the amount of trophies and the amount of you know, amazing games they played. You know, when you look at that, it's just incredible. Proudest moments in football, there are a few going unbeaten for a whole season and um, managed to, you know, to do that. On top of that, and, and you know, obviously playing for England as well, that you know, that's a special moment as well. But then also back into my career, sorry, being captain of Portsmouth and winning winning the FA Cup, uh, you know, in my twilight years in football. And that's uh, it's always special to be able to, you know, maintain that quality with all the the new boys on the, on the block uh, and still winning the FA Cup. So, yeah, overall, I've, you know, there's lots of moments to be proud of and uh, over my 20-year career uh, playing football. Never lose who you are. Don't allow coaches to kind of drill your individuality out of you. Don't lose that thing that made you special. Try to hold on to that because later on, when you need that difference on the pitch through character or skill or tenacity or whatever, that could be the difference between winning a cup, winning a a league, wherever you are around the world. That could be the difference. That's what it's all about, making a difference. Try to be grateful and count all my blessings But heavy is the head that wears the crown On now to the world of boxing And Dillian White's fight this week against Otto Wallen has been called off after the British heavyweight suffered a shoulder injury On TalkSport's Fight Night, which is of course available as a podcast The Swedish fighters promoter Dimitri Solita demanded that Wallin is given a new date for a bout with White. This fight is bigger than just the fight itself. I think that there should be some real precedence regarding the situation. The BBC announced that the interim champion would fight Tyson Fury, the winner of Fury versus Wilder. And when they made that announcement, the fight was announced, signed, sealed and delivered. There was certainly 
a great chance that Otto Whale was going to be the winner. You know, Otto Whale is not an interchangeable robot. He's a human being. He's a world-class athlete. And that's why we strongly believe, even if Dillian White is injured and he's not physically fit to do the fight, then that fight should be rescheduled for a different date. Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app, wherever you get your podcasts from. Don't, of course, forget to press that subscribe button. I'm taking a couple of years off. No, I'm not. I'm back on TalkSport tonight on Andy Goldstein's Monday Night Sports Bar with Jason Cunney. I wonder what we'll be discussing. Got the running order here, actually. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. No, United, no. No, Solskjaer, no. Ronaldo, no. Pogba. Don't think it's worth me going in tonight, is it? Anyway. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein Talks about Daily podcasts out first in the morning. Can't wait for that. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a great day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport. The Talk Sport Daily podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk.